Hi, I'm uh, Jake Tucker, the games editor for Trusted Reviews, and welcome to the Patch Notes podcast. 15-ish minutes of... We're going to uh, hit a sweet 15 today, I can feel it. <laughs> We're not going to get 15. <laughs> We're not going to get 15 any day, but uh, thank you for listening to us while we try. I'm joined today with ever-present co-host... Phil Kelly. And also... Ryan Jones. Omnipresent. Ever-present. I like ever-present over omnipresent. What do you think, Ryan Jones, computing writer for Trusted Reviews? I like it all. I'm not fussy. He likes it all. He's just happy to be here. Damn right. What have we got on the slate for us today? Um, Speaking of things that make me happy. Let's start with something like um, PlayStation Network name changes. Woo woo. I don't have to be Darkwing Stalker anymore. A name I stopped thinking was cool two (laughs) seconds after I put it into my PS3. (laughs) But you still have that logged somewhere else. You play? Yeah. It's also my Uplay name. Right. Because you can't change Uplay names. Yeah, you can change your visible. Yes, you can. Really? Yeah, I changed mine. Gosh. Yeah, yeah. It ta- you have to follow a link through a forum account because if you try and change it through the Uplay backend, it will freeze yeah, and it'll just loop. Yeah. There's another way to click through and then you can change it in there. That's how I went from what you first connected with me on Uplay. What was your first one? It was like Phil versus... What's your name now? Space Ghost. Oh, yeah, I remember <laughs> that. We've not played Siege in ages. We haven't played Siege in ages. We got fell up to like... And the reason that I put Space Ghost in because you were telling me why your username was in there, and I was like, Yeah, Space Ghost is one of my favorite cartoons. Yeah, so where did Darkwing Stalker come from? I really like Darkwing Duck. That's it. He likes stalking people in Siege and other online games. Um, it's interesting because my two favorite char- like pop culture characters growing up were Darkwing Duck and Nightwing, the superhero from DC. Mm-hmm. So I was always going to be Nightwing or Darkwing or some sort of like darkened so wing. So maybe you don't need to change it. I do. Do you want a professional PlayStation Network name? I just, I'm tired of looking at Darkwing Stalker. Fair. On on Battle.net, I'm just Jake. Ryan, what about you? I'm really boring. I, mine's Ryan AJ1308. Why AJ? So. Uh, Andrew Jones. Oh my Is that God. boring? I know. So maybe I'll You're go like back to my You're like distilled into a name. <laughs> do you want to refine it now that you can? Potentially. Yeah, I don't know what I'd do. So maybe I'll just like spend the rest of the day thinking of Ryan AJ, names. surely. Someone's probably already got it. Welsh God 1969. There we go. We've got it already. (laughs) Uh, I think they're all racing for Welsh God right now. (laughs) Um, But so they're rolling this out as a beta, but they've also said you, if you're experiencing any issues with any particular games, you can undo and go back and reset once during the beta. So that's kind of led some people who are more intelligent than me in the developer end is that this wasn't a simple thing where PlayStation could decide to flick a switch. There's obviously something in the core code that linked everything on a game-to-game basis, which means they can't just blanket turn around and go, hey, change your name. It They had to test and iterate on different games. And, and it's going to break for PS3, basically. Exactly. If you, if you change your username on PS4 and then go back to a PS3, you aren't probably going to be able to play anything online. Yeah, so it's not without its so slight actually, caveats. Yeah, I don't actually know if I'll change or any because that makes me nervous. I will definitely change. <laughs> what is your... My username on PlayStation 4, because I wasn't paying attention and I signed up on a PlayStation, is my full email address. <laughs> so sometimes do you kill people in a game on the PlayStation and they send you a strongly worded email? Yeah, it hasn't happened yet because I created a second PSN profile in order to play PSN games because yes as you said I could have scored a fantastic goal in Rocket League but someone could have decided no I don't agree with that goal Philip insert email address (laughs) at I'll just try Hotmail I'll try Gmail I'll try Outlook and maybe I'll hit home because that looks suspiciously like an email address 
So there you have it. I will be delighted to change. Big boy to Philly, 69. Oh, it's going to be Space Go. <laughs> <laughs> right, in, in other news. Tell us about... Computers. <laughs> oh, God, we finish each other's sandwiches. Um, you went to New York. I did go to New York. I want to hear about the I-9 stuff. You went to you New, York. New York. Yep. Come back and start spreading that news. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Can I throw a pen at you on podcast? Is that acceptable? Uh, I feel like I won't be the ever-present co-host. <laughs> but yes, New York. Um, other than seeing Times Square and having pizza, I also saw the in- new processor. What was it? Um, the i9? What Intel called the world's best gaming desktop processor. That is a series of words. But it do you reckon there might be some truth to it? I've, well, we've got the uh, test sample in the office now. We haven't had time to benchmark it, but from looking at the, um, what it has to offer so far, then yeah, I think it's potential that it could be, at least for consumers, the best yeah. processor for gamers, yeah. As a nerdy thing, the, the previous i9s were bigger, right? And this i9 is regular size. I think that's is that right. the case? I'll have to double check that. Cool. But, um, yeah. Don't take it as a given, but I just like the idea that we might be able to fit i9s into smaller sockets because I just hate buying a new motherboard. Yeah. It's how, like the least a sexy part, you know? How will this link in with NVIDIA's new graphics card and ray tracing? Is this going to be this accelerate, get everyone having that in their household? or? Well, we weren't told how it would work with NVIDIA's card, but yeah. we were told that, at least with previous <coughs> generations of graphics card, that, well, Hitman 2, for example, they claimed that it would be a 10% boost in frame rates. Oof. What's pretty cool. Um, Big oh, Hitman fan here. <laughs> just in case no one knew and also what was quite interesting they showed off the processor and computer running both uh, players in and Battleground and World of Tanks at the same time and streaming <laughs> So and if, streaming so yeah streaming out too so like, I've, got, I've yeah. got a high end i7 and a 1080 Ti right now and I can't handle PUBG and streaming I want to meet the person who plays PUBG and World of Tanks at the same time. I mean, they're both games that involve you being dead for a long time if you screw up. So I guess very quickly you're only playing one game. Mm, Maybe. I want to see the person who successfully plays both of those games at the same time. What do you think of Times Square? It's good. Yeah. um, It's weird to have seen Mario, Batman and Spider-Man all come up to me in Times Square. People dressed up, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you go to a comic store? Didn't have time. Literally a couple of hours. Or pizza. Have. I'm just. I, I'm just. I have not been to New York in a couple of years. I'm quite jealous. It's just like an Italian restaurant pizza. It was. It was all right. It was crispy. I'm going to bring it back to Intel. My nines. Um, what does that mean for my consumer point of view? Should I be saving my pennies for this, or should I be jumping on the current gen while there's a price drop? Or well, to be honest, the new uh, processor isn't that expensive like, okay. compared to the last uh, generation. Yeah. Um, so. If it is obviously wait till we review it, and I'm sure our review will be on site very soon. But I think it could be worth the money. Like it's not a huge, if, if um, upgrade. So I mean, sorry, it's, it's not a big price jump. From yeah, the yeah. Previous one. CPUs aren't a big sexy upgrade, but they are no. like in terms of utility, incredible. Like, yeah, like like we say, <coughs> the graphics card is going to be a, lot, a big more factor for your gaming. That's the thing to go for if you want to increase processors. Like we said, 10% frame rate is probably going to be like the max you will see. You're not going to see anything more. That'll get rid of your bottlenecks. Yeah, so it's still, I think, worth a while. But if you've already got last gen, and maybe see our tests and see how much the difference is. But if you're gonna, if you're in the market for a processor, then definitely, I think it's going to be a good option. Good stuff and options for games to play when you've upgraded this Halloween season. 
are now on a very handy list form oh on the God. site. I'm going to groan. That was such a segue. That was such a segue. Did you know in Arrested Development, we were talking about this in the pre-roll, as yeah. it were, before we started recording, that every time that Gobe shows up and makes a segue, he's riding a segue? You call him Gobe. Gobe? Job? Job. But right. that's the joke, is yeah. that some people call him Gobe, but it is Job. But okay. yes, every time he segues, he's on a segue. Yes. So I was wondering... We're we ruining this for Ryan, but yeah. You want, are you going to give me a segue? Guys. Ryan hasn't seen Arrested Development. He said it's a Netflix show he hasn't watched yet, which makes me upset on like all of the levels. <laughs> um, um, what I'm saying is, can we get you a segue to finish this segue? Yeah, absolutely. Cool. So, best horror games. Go on. Uh, well, let's, do, uh, do we want to run down through the list that you've published on site, or do we just want to talk broad strokes? Let's do run you, down the list. Do you get into the horror season in, in Halloween? Do you start playing more? Do I'm, you pick a, a horror game and kind of go, that's going to be my October I'm easily game? I'm scared. Well, yeah, which is why this list is funny um, that you... I had to stop playing Alien Isolation because I started crying. That I think we've all been game. there, though. We have all been there. What is on the list? The list is Resident, some good stuff on there. Resident Evil 7. Classic. Layers of Fear. Another classic, yeah. Which I think you can buy all of them as a sort of pack now. This I think is there two. There's a lot of layers, yeah. Like an onion. Or no, I'm, I think I'm thinking of Amnesia, is packed bundles. Dead by Daylight, which we have been playing We've a been lot playing of recently. It's now a very good place. You can listen to a previous podcast where we talk about that. Bloodborne. This is a bit of a curveball for me, Bloodborne. But yeah, we can, I, I, it's I spooky. It. It's, sp- it's definitely spooky. It's not something I, I would kind of go, it's Halloween, I'm going to play Bloodborne and die. Yeah, and die not? again. And die again. Death is well scary, mate. Oxenfreeze on there, a game that I have Did circled around so many times. I've Man, never pull the trigger, you've got a switch, I right? will do it. I, I want to see you tomorrow. Are you welcome home tomorrow? Yeah, I will see you, I will see you on Monday, Monday with Oxenfree on your on your Switch. Right, I'll give you 100 words on Oxenfree. I won't do anything with it. No, yeah. no, I'll give you okay. 100 words on Oxenfree, <laughs> written in blood. Uh, stories Whoa. Untold, which I hear very good things about. Who's blood? Yeah, yeah, Stories Untold was another game that was so scary that I had to stop playing it because I was going to cry. S- we'll come back to that in a second. Uh, Soma. <laughs> no, I Soma. Play, play that. It looks really yeah. good. And The Evil Within 2. And... The Persistence, which is a PSVR game. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've played that. You have? Yeah, yeah. He's played a game, guys. That's <laughs> bloody terrifying. Yeah. Dead Space 2. Dead Space 2 is like a classic. I, I have such a good, strong place in my heart for Dead Space 2. And that's your list. I would have put probably Isolation on it, but I trust. So Stuart Andrews, our freelancer who did this, is like a go-to horror guy. Yeah. So if he says that it is scary, it is scary. There's one glaring omission from my perspective and that is Until Dawn, which is the best game to get your friends over and play with one person controlling. Um, I remember playing that with my housemate, and we were up quite late. It was like one in the morning or something at this stage, and his girlfriend at the time came back to the flat, and she came in, and she was like, oh, what are you guys doing? We're like, oh, we're playing this game, and we broke down who all the characters were. We were telling them who we liked and didn't like, (laughs) and really like getting into it for 10 minutes to bring up to speed, and she was like, you guys are such losers, and then I was like, sit Pour yourself a gin, sit down for 10 minutes and see if you want to say that in 10 minutes. Within eight minutes, she was screaming, pointing at the TV, don't go in there, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, like totally into it. And we stayed up and had like a horathon session till like four in the morning. It is a great game for if you're having friends over Halloween. But what would you bump from the list? What would I bump? Bloodborne. Yeah, I agree. Yeah? 
in terms of uh, horror experience, for me, it's not. It's a it's a really technical, intricate uh, game that's set in a gothic world. Yeah, well, I've played it, so it can't be that scary. That's my yeah. general. It's feeling. tense, but it's different kind of tense, yeah. isn't it? And I think Dead Space, like I, I remember with Dead Space One, I remember playing that and being in pure adrenaline mode for the first like 40 minutes of that because you don't know what you do you're running around you've only got the mining laser oh you go in like at the very start like yeah. you're all stood in that area and then everyone gets cut apart by these necromorph things and, and you're you like, are Whoop. freaking out and <laughs> I, I think I find my wife yeah and I think as you move through dead space you get more tools and then it becomes easier and that's always the the risk right I mean the first hour or two of prey is terrifying but then you start getting tools where you can and just start hitting every thing you yeah. shoes you know the fears go on whereas things like Resident Evil 7 Layers of Fear they're constantly throwing jump scares at you um, Dead by Daylight is great fun for friends online it's quite scary quite scary it can be really intense I really terrify people we were playing last night when I uh, put the traps on everyone and people were having a bad time yeah that did terrify me um, tell your- us a bit more about Oxen very quickly yeah, so Oxen Free is this little nice little indie adventure. I've said a little a lot, but it is quite small. Um, and you fits just, on a switch. You have these conversations, and you just kind of explore what is like genuinely a very dark horror story on the abandoned island. Mm. But it's just kind of a chat, and it's quite nice. Um, so it's scary, moody. Though. Yeah, it's scary, but it's not. You, there's never a jump scare, but you just you slowly come to the realization about an hour in, and it's only about three four hours, I would say, in total, if you kind of just through it but I would recommend a bit of an explore but about an hour in you realise that something is incredibly wrong here is it sort of Lovecraftian or more I kind of hate car- Lovecraftian more carpenter kind of tone and mood and yeah I mean I kind of hate Lovecraftian as a thing because you know he was a big old racist who couldn't write but oh okay, let's not get into that <laughs> <laughs> but once you step away from that um, it's got that kind of eldritch like things are wrong yeah. and you work that out very quickly yeah. and from there it goes like Carpenter doesn't really get that because he does actually show the fear like so the thing for example I think captures that mood of things are wrong here but yeah. then the guy's chest opens up and eats someone and you're like oh okay yeah Whereas, but then at the same time the first half of the thing is empty rooms and corridors and he does the exact same thing with Assault and Precinct 13 is yes. like dark corners and corridors and rooms I think he can pace himself and then when the monster's out yes. the monster's out and and yes there's a lot of first half of the Carpenter movie yeah um, has it got like a Stranger Things um, vibe because that's what I get from the footage or? sort of but only but it came out I think it came out before Stranger yeah, Things yeah it's it, made yeah. by some X Telltale guys um, it's really good um, and available p- on Android and iOS yes a horror game that I have a personal like a lot of love for is um lesser known PS2 Xbox title called Obscure mm-hmm. and that's um, that's like a teen horror movie it starts with a Sum 41 track <laughs> as you introduce your Excellent. characters and it's like a co-op horror game where you're fighting against plants who are weak to light right and then it or maybe they like light. No, I think I think they're weak to light. And um, then it gets dark and you're still in the school and they get much more powerful. And it's just a really good game. Once your characters die, they die forever. Really like it. I would put it on there. But uh, it's not my list. Brian, quickly, anything? What you got? What's your horror game? Well, we've said most of ones are my favourites. I think my favourite of all time is Alien Isolation, personally. Because it's just a, Give me a really good thoughts. alien game. Huh? Give me a brief thoughts. Why does it work for you? What's so good about it? Just always tense. You've always got hearing the alien rattling about in um, the vents. And it's not scripted either, is it? Because um, he's got his own AI and he can never anticipate where he's going to be. And but at least for the first half an hour, 
um, you, you feel completely defenseless against it as well. So, and it's just creepy. And it, yeah. it also feels like a like, lot like the Alien games as well. So I did a cool. big long feature. Can I talk about places I did elsewhere? You can say you did a big long feature somewhere else. I yeah. did a big long feature for MTV, the former bosses. There you go. About the Alien and Alien and how they programmed it just to fuck with you relentlessly yeah. mm-hmm. and yeah. couldn't recommend it enough like yeah. the game's so good I think isn't there like it's randomly programmed that every so often it will just open up the it'll know you're in that locker and open it up yeah. well there's, there's like you can be leaning back but they wanted to have that element of complete so chance lands. here's yeah. the deal right is there are two different ones there is there are two AIs and yeah. they talk to each other constantly one of the AIs knows your exact location and its job is to just suggest to the other one like Maybe you should go look for them there. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you should go. And so the second one will, but it doesn't ever know where you are. Yeah. But also that one learns. So if you hide in lockers a lot, it will start checking lockers every yeah. now and again. Yeah. And if you hide under desks, it will start looking under desks. And so you get to this situation where it reacts to things and you can have, so someone can open up the flame, you can open up the flamethrower and the alien will get scared. But then when it realizes that the flamethrower has limited ammo, yeah. it will stop being scared. So you'll flame it, and then it will be like, cool, are, are you done? Yeah, now yeah, yeah. Die. yeah. And I adore that. I think it's so smart. And the mm-hmm. first time it catches you out, because it, you do something. So you can throw a noisemaker, yeah. and the first three times, Jane will be like, ooh, a noise. And then the fourth time, it will be like, yeah. I know that noise. I know that noise. And you're not there That's when I hear maker. that noise. Yeah. So I will look the other way. And so you'll throw the news- noisemaker, and it will turn to look at you instead, and you'll be like, oh, no. And it's just that game is so perfect for just screw you moments. Yeah, yeah. but then you layer on top bloody broken androids and humans, and yeah. you're just like those broken androids are really creepy with yeah. the weird like the working mm-hmm. Joes or whatever they're called. Yeah, yeah. How can I help you? How can I help you? How can I help you? Like just leave me <laughs> alone. I think the save system's really cool as well. Like instead of like saving a checkpoint, so you have to actually go to the, it's like a phone booth, is it? Yeah, yeah. Like, and you you're still data. playing yeah. while that happens. Yeah. So um, I actually had to restart it once because um, while I was doing it, the alien came up behind me, and as soon as I came out of it, I yeah. got killed, and that happened like three, four times in a row. I had to restart. But how tempting is it to like see across the room and want to like run towards well, that's, and save? That's what I did. Yeah, right? and it didn't work. Yeah. Um, what's playing us out today? I kind of feel like John Carpenter's Halloween theme. We're not playing hangs out anymore. I'll tell you afterwards. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. So that's us. Um, I've been Jake Tucker. Been Phil Kelly. I've been Ryan Jones. Thanks cool. for listening. Goodbye. See you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>